Yo, what's up? What's up? Man, what's up, man? I appreciate you hopping on to uh, speak your mind. Another <laughs> the Heat Check, Heat Check podcast coming to you live. And I got my best friend on here. He's going to bring up the big Sorry, 10. Sorry, water came down wrong. He's gonna he's gonna bring us the Big Ten perspective because there's a lot of naysayers out there and a lot of people talking smack right now. The pundits are on y'all head, KB. It's saying Ohio State don't belong in the college football playoff. What do you say about that state? What's the best thing about being six and zero? We're undefeated. You can't Ooh. say nothing else. Uh, I mean. Okay. We went up against Northwestern, who I don't know if people remember, um, but Indiana a couple years ago was one of the best offensive teams in the game. And you know why they were one of the best offensive teams in the game? Because they had Ramsey. That boy has been a baller since he's came out. Like, and he's, and if you look back, his best games are against Ohio State, right? That's right. So Northwestern coming in the game was hot. I think they were on a five-game win streak. Ohio State coming off of, I think, two weeks or two out of three weeks. We had we didn't play. We weren't able to practice. Um, and we come into that game without Chris Olave and our second. Well, when he went out, he was our first. He was our leading tackler in Browning. So, so, so y'all, so that's two all Americans so right there. Hold on, hold on. Y'all didn't have you. Y'all didn't have Fleming. Right, mm-hmm. y'all just got Boylan back. All right, so y'all yep. went down twenty-two scholarship players due 22. to the policy, right? Mm-hmm. Chris Olave, the leading receiver in the Big Ten, yeah. I think he's the third. He would be, where he's actually the third in college football in yards per game. Correct. So, now, now this is the thing I want people to not gloss over is Northwest ain't no slouch. Like their safeties are like probably arguably the best in the game right now, and we saw that on this. They, they play the bend don't break defense. Yeah, I mean, it, it's great, especially but, when you can score. Yeah, but that's Pat Fitzgerald's mo. Mm-hmm. It's the bend don't great break. Great coach, by the way. Great and, coach. And if, and if you make a mistake, you pay, and mm-hmm. so. I'm sitting here, you know, saying impartial to this, saying, man, they, they look a little sus right now. They struggling. What's going on? Mm-hmm. And you will struggle. Well, you I mean, you take you player. take three offensive linemen, and if you look at the snap count, they led the snap count for Ohio State in returning starters. You'd lose your offensive guard, your left tackle, and your left guard. Like, that's huge. And you still come out and you run 333 yards, break Eddie George's Big Ten record, and you have 22 players out. I'm 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 gonna sing and say and besides the and besides and besides that first possession, what did Northwestern do on our defense that was without one of our without our defensive captain? Uh, a starting defense, atta- a starting defensive tackle. Um, you have your second cornerback out, which they took full advantage of that. Um, I don't think they threw to Sean Wade's side one time that whole game. Nah, they didn't. Um, which, which I think, which I think is our weakness. We don't move Sean Wade around the field too much. Um, that was exposed in Indiana. So we do have weaknesses. I'm not sitting here saying that we are perfect. 
by any means. But you also have to think that Ohio State has the least amount of time as a team on out of any other top 25 team. So you look at 6-0 and and you're saying, oh, they, they don't have enough games played. I'm looking at, wow, how good are we if we're this good without a third or probably half the time as a Clemson or Alabama has spent as a team? Mm. Now, the biggest focus, because I don't know why we on the hot seat, because we're undefeated. We're undefeated. I, I, Notre I mean, Dame just got exposed yet again. They say they hold because on, they, they love say, to hate us. Hold on, hold they on, hate on, us because they ain't us. Okay, but, okay they hate us because they ain't nobody. They say y'all ain't playing nobody. We played. We played three top twenty-five teams. Like I don't care what you say. That's got to mean something. That that counts. You beat. You beat. We three top. Three, we beat three top twenty-three teams. Nobody has that on their resume. Nobody has that on their resume. Alabama. And we have six games. So three of the it's six games were against Alabama, top 25 Alabama teams. Does, but. Well, I'm saying, but Alabama has 11 games. That's true. Alabama has 11 games. So let's, let's, let's good at, look at that. So you only play conference <laughs> games. So if we only have eight conference games to play, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you still have the six game role? So every, every conference has had board meetings every week that went over other conferences protocols um and then they took in they have they have medical boards assigned to do nothing but research on this so they're taking strict research of how these players are when they do test positive do they come in and do breathing treatments they do labs every day they get you know they get tested three times a week yeah, in the Big Ten, but that, but that but that's standard across the board. The SEC. That's they own, and that's why I'm bringing up. Yeah, because you know that's the only thing that we are standardized with. Everything else we are above standard limits. That's true. Y'all are above Do you standard know, limits too so, in regards to pretty much everything. That's accurate. Mm-hmm. So this, the, yeah, the big the big has literally set the standard of what we should do and follow the protocol, and the biggest one was. 21 days do you know that it was it we if you tested positive you had to quarantine for 21 days you know how uh many days you have to quarantine if you get test positive in the acc uh big 12 or pac 12 or sec how many days you know how many days 10 yep, jeremy 10. so it's how 10. is that an upward that means that's telling me that everybody on my facebook timeline has not even researched because you can go and research a conference's uh, COVID protocol and they will break it down per conference. And you know what that whole thing says? The Big 12, yet again, above standards with this protocol. Like literally every single protocol. That's, that's and, then, and then in that, it shows you um, the changes that the Big 12 has, or the Big 12 has made, the Pac-12 has made, the SEC has made, and the ACC has made. Every single, uh, because what do you do if you if you're meeting once a week? Why would you why would you meet once a week if you're gonna have that set in stone and nobody uh, is gonna touch that protocol? You you have it every week so you can adjust, right? With every the research week. that has shown. So and not only that, what the Big Ten also did I want people to understand is just because the, the, after the 21 days you have to get cleared. Via cardio, like your like your uh, oh. cardiovascular system has to be on point. So yeah. you have to get clear that test is insane. In order for you to be on the field, right? 
So you got a 21 day rule plus plus a cardio clearance before you can play. And that is way above board. That is way above standard. I kind of I kind of like the rule actually. However, I guess the people are now saying, oh, they, the Big Ten changed the rules to let Ohio State in, right? They, they changed the rules to let Ohio State into the championship game because they only played five games. And admittedly, Michigan pulled a boss move and canceled the game on y'all. was like, we ain't finna play out, right? And for the first time in, I don't even remember, the game, the game, did not go down. And, and for those who don't understand how serious that is, like, let me break this down to you. M is in red and is painted with an X. There's no M's allowed in that state. That's how serious it is. And for them to pull that move, knowing that they were going to get beat, everybody knew they were going to get blown out. That was crazy. And it was, and I felt that it was done on purpose, anticipated to where, okay, okay, we don't play this game. Ohio State don't go to the Big Ten Championship. We screwed them. Am I right? I guess I gotta be. Can you hear me? Yeah, I guess I gotta be. Okay. Right. Yes. Well, yeah, you're you're right there. I mean, I definitely think Michigan was was petty about that whole situation. But then again, look at the wiggle room. Okay, Northwestern played the most games in the big the Big Ten conference. You know how many games they played, Jeremy? You know the wiggle room they had. So the six they, there was six they, games they, they, minimum. They, they were six and one. It was a one game. It was a one game wiggle room, bro. You had one game. So it wasn't our fault that Purdue literally didn't play the last three games of their season. Michigan didn't play the last three games of their season. Like, that's what the board met about. And they said, okay, if literally six games at this point is the most that has been played in, in these amount of teams, because Michigan already said they weren't playing before the board, the, the committee met that's facts so if you're looking at it and you're saying there's literally no chance that you're telling me that only two teams there was only two teams that could have possibly went to the big 10 championship game how is that okay it's not okay how is that okay it's not it's really not so you have to adjust the schedule you have to adjust the minimum amount of games played when you're looking at a rule that was made for 11 to 12 games so why would you not take that down a, a quarter if you're getting only eight games? I, I, that's that's a fair assessment. That's a fair assessment. And so, as we all know, Ohio State beat Northwestern, and Ohio State got into the college football playoff, and they were they were awarded once again with the shot to avenge their loss against Clemson. Now. Something else is coming into play. The Big Ten said, okay, we got our standard at 21 games. We're going to drop it down to 17 games. Now, I mean, sorry, 21 days for the COVID protocol. Now it's 17 days. Those four days removed will allow for 
all 22 of those scholarship players to return. Yeah. So now we have a healthy Ohio State Buckeye team versus Trevor Lawrence and Clemson. Who is winning this game? It's going to be a shootout. Uh, I definitely think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, I mean, look at every game so far this year has been a shootout. You know why? Because defense has hurt the most in this minimum amount of training camp that they have had. Um, so it's going to be a shootout. So offensively, look, you got Trevor Lawrence. We all know what he can is capable of, of doing. He shows up the biggest in the biggest games. So we know he's going to come to play, right? But the biggest thing is going to be our pass rush. Our pass rush actually has held him down through the last couple of years. Um, and let's not talk about last year. I mean, we all know we lost. Yeah, but the debatable because that debatable. It's, all, it's, uh, it's been a good game besides fun. one. I don't care what anybody say. That was a fun. But also, Clemson has a bit played more games than us. Clemson is to this extent more experienced than us. Um, so they, that definitely helps them. That gives them an advantage. Yeah, uh, but uh, Vegas, I mean, this it, this what is the name? It, it, it's Etni, Etni, uh, uh, no, Travis Etienne. Etienne, he is probably the best back in the college football playoffs right now. I mean, he can do everything. He can run, catch, block, literally do everything. Um, so, but then again. Yo, you cannot uh, count out what um, Trey Sermon has been doing these last two weeks. Thank you, Oklahoma, for this blessing, <laughs> um, because he has taken us. He has taken us to the next level. Man, I mean, without man. him, man, it was it would have been bad because, like you said, Northwestern puts their safeties back. They make you take that five foot or that five-yard slant, or they make you try to pound the ball down their throats. And that's what we did. And it took us too long to find out that we should have just pound the ball down their throats. Um, and that was our biggest downfall in that Big Ten game. Um, it should have been a blowout. It I should mean, have. That dude is a beast. Look, he never gives up. That's the biggest thing. And and the biggest – and Master Teague is not a bad back at all. I was just going to say, he's dimension. good. He's good. Yeah, he's good, but he's he was one-dimensional, and that's what affects us. Our offense is keyed on that half that running back that's able to run, catch, and block. I mean, look at Zeke, J.K. Dobbins. Um, in the last couple of years, we needed that kind of player, and Trey has literally stepped up and filled that only void we've had on offense because Olave is probably one of the m- most electrifying players in this uh in this upcoming draft um he that dude literally just keeps get keeps getting up i mean if you watch that um was it i watched the indiana minnesota game i watched the minnesota game indiana indiana game too like literally he could not move after that game (laughs) he was hit so hard so many times and you know what he didn't drop the ball he got right back up and then ended up getting a touchdown after one of the biggest hits I've ever seen. Yeah, he got so blocked. Chris Olave is a is an animal. I think our wide receiver defensive back matchup for the first time ever against Clemson, we have the advantage. 
Yeah, y'all got the Because normally the they have these the six foot four, just throw it. I mean, every year they've had just big receivers, bro. I mean, uh, well, and well, that's what well, that was the downfall because well, Sean Wade, Sean Wade's downfall is against big possession they, receivers. They do have a nasty possession receiver by name, last name Roger. The boy's bad. That boy from Clemson Rogers, he's bad. But I'm gonna say this. Yeah, Amari Rogers, Amari Rogers is nice, but he's only five foot ten. He's fast as hell. He is fast, but Sean Wade, Sean Wade's, Sean Wade's not. Um, his downfall isn't against speed. His downfall is against possession, possession receivers, physical receivers. They don't have that. They're only big receivers, six three, one eighty. You're bodying that dude up at the line. Uh, EJ Williams is is not no Mike Evans, man. I mean, they do not have the receiving core that they've had every year. This is probably their worst receiving so with that, um, so with that, in Clemson's ever had. So with that said, Vegas says that y'all gotta win by six. I, I agree. Look, dude, tell me tell me how many starters from that defense left. That defense is not as good as what it's been. It's not. Dude, That Clemson's defense has been one of the most electrifying defenses in the last five years, hands down. They run sideline to sideline probably better than anybody in college that, football. That, that, I mean, that. Alabama's nice. But, but I'm saying that Clemson defense has been nasty. They are not the same defense that has been winning national well, championships. They're, they're not, they're not the not. same, but they do sort of the same things, except for that linebacking core did not change. That boy number 47, Slosky, that boy bad. Oh, that boy got, that boy hurt yeah, bad, but spin. He, that boy uh, he nice. Yeah. yeah, they don't have, I mean, with that many games played, they don't have anybody in the top 100 in uh, tackles. With with literally the most games played, they don't have anybody in the top one hundred. I, 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 I understand that, but ridiculous. I wasn't worried about that. Like I said, that boy number forty seven with that cowboy collar, that boy bad. That boy bad. No, they they've been the, they, We're talking about the number two team in the nation. I am not saying they suck whatsoever, and it's going to take our best game. But if we play best on best, we win. By more than three points, we win, but it's going to be a close game. I don't think we're going to blow it, blow them out. I think we're going to. Have, I, I think, think I think, think you can also see kind of what happened last year. It, well, I think we're going to uh, blow it out at first and then a comeback, and yep. I think we actually finish it off. Now, if y'all beat Clemson, y'all have the juice to deal with the juggernaut, the 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 world famous SEC offensive machine known as Alabama. Y'all got the juice to beat Alabama. This this is gonna this is gonna be interesting. That team has everything. That team is loaded from top to bottom. I am concerned about a couple things with that game. I don't know. I, no, Bama's Bama's literally going to come out, and you're giving Nick Saban time to prepare for a Notre Dame offense that's really simplistic. I mean, Nick Saban's going to have he might actually sleep 
going into a college football he's match. Gonna sleep, yeah. So he's gonna they're yeah. gonna blast Notre Dame. The question is, yeah. Who, who who defensively? Hold on, there's only one corner in this college football playoffs that even has a remotely chance of containing Devontae Smith, and that's Sean Wade. Notre Dame, he might set a record. I'm serious. He might set a receiving record. So you're saying that he's gonna break? Uh, he's gonna break uh, JJ's record from LSU last year. Yeah. He's gonna break. Yeah, I think you might. I think you might see Jones and uh, Jones and Devonte break the break the record. He, well, that is what I want to say. Four TDs and two hundred and fifty some yards that they hung on Oklahoma's head, Je- Jefferson alone. Um, and I think Burrow threw seven TDs, six or seven TDs in there. Okay. He, all right, we might not see that because that was yeah. It's gonna be a slaughter like that though. <laughs> it's gonna be like like last year how it was like yeah Oklahoma definitely shouldn't have been there. There is going to be a matchup that you're going to be like, okay, that team definitely shouldn't have been there, and it's going to be the Bama Notre Dame match. So every other game is going to be a shootout, and it's going to come down to the wire. So, so, uh, it's almost going to come down to who has the ball. So last. does Notre Dame belong in that top four? No, no, Texas A&M is a better team than Notre Dame, hands down, hands down. Even Why? though the Texas A&M Why? and the hold on, the Texas A&M Bama score is probably going to be what the Notre Dame Bama score is. But Texas A&M wasn't the same team then as well. That's true. That's uh, true. That's true. They had a lot of they, they had, Texas A&M has a lot of young talent, and that showed in that matchup. They had some some really key uh, personal errors that kind of just once you give once you give Nick Saban the lead, it, you might as well just go to the locker room. I mean, he don't lose the lead. And he, and, he, and the then the worst thing is when you have to come back on Nick Saban. Because of his defensive scheme, he makes you bend, don't break. And when you break, he pounces on you. He's he's the best defensive back coach in in the in the world, probably ever. Yeah. I mean, Nick Saban. Corey when you think of a defensive back Corey coach, Rainey, I'm not saying they're DBU. I'm not saying they're DBU. I'm not just saying DBU. No, Corey Raymond from LSU. He's pretty good. He might, but but he, but did he expand that? Did he expand that into like a defensive coordinator coaching? Position? He hasn't had that's, the opportunity. That's, that's where Nick Saban expanded. He it. hasn't had the opportunity yet, and I pray he gets it because uh, yeah. shit we got oh, I'm this, just saying, from, from with both eighty-eight on, if you talked about a from eighty-eight on, if you talked about a defensive back coach or who you would go learn the game from, yeah, it's if like, you had to pick and, one, and, it'd and, be and Corey Raymond learned from Saban, so that's correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. correct. I mean, look, just look at his assistant coaches. They're all top coaches. I mean, but yeah, Bam, Bama, Bama's the favorite. So, I mean, if you don't have Bama as a favorite, I understand that you really haven't. I, I'm not coming in here as a biased sports I, I fan know, as well. I know, but I understand that. But can so, y'all beat? Can y'all beat? Do I, yeah, I think we can. If we played our best and we came, if Justin, if Justin Fields can use his feet, we are a different team. I love how he he's he's a pocket passer. You don't see that a lot when you see athletic quarterbacks. So most especially in college football. You don't you don't have this problem. Now you have this problem where he stays in a little too much trying to find a play down the field instead of picking up that that 5 to 6 yards every time that he can if he just leaves. Well, I mean that's, that's what, I mean that's, that's what, what that's will what take Burrow, Justin Fields to the next level. That's what Burrow did last year. He took what was given yeah. and destroyed the middle mm-hmm. of the field. You know, yeah, that's exactly what Justin Fields has to do. 
And I mean, people were like, oh, he didn't have a good game. Literally, they made us run the ball. Dang, y'all, if you watch the Northwestern game, y'all had to run that they, ball. It was no, it they was no, made us run the ball. You're not passing like that. They went dime on us. You're not passing like that. <laughs> they were pretty much dime heavy nickel all game. Yeah, you, they ran a they ran a four two five nickel three three five well, yeah. QB's five. Like you're yeah. not doing, you're not throwing three four hundred yards on that. I don't care who you are, it's not happening. And that's 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 just underrating or underestimating Northwestern again and. Oh, People say that Big Ten has dropped off. Yeah, the, we have because Michigan sucks. <laughs> That's what has been hurting us. I mean, the big has no, been no, no, the no, big no, is no, down no, because no, Michigan. Are you, is saying, down. are you saying that as a as a as a fan from Ohio? Are you saying that from um, no? I, I'm saying, man, hold on. You want that one versus two. You want that that big matchup. You don't want to go up against Michigan with. Everything to lose and nothing to gain, because then that's the games that you might slip up and lose. That, that's true. And and when's the last time Michigan actually beaten a top twenty-five team? What they're what one and what twenty-four since Harbaugh? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, Harbaugh. I mean, the fact that Har- Harbaugh still has a job is uh is crazy. I mean, they called for Rich Rodriguez's head after his first losing season. And I mean, I mean, that's, he had less the less talent than Harbaugh. I mean, that's looking. I mean, yeah, I believe you give four years, but I, I mean, Auburn fired Gus Malzahn. Yeah, <laughs> Gus Malzahn don't even have forty losses. He didn't won eighty five games. Had them ranked. Yeah, just imagine if Harbaugh had that record. We'd be praising him. But I mean, because Harbaugh has had a top five recruiting class. So he's had the talent come in. He just he still runs a pro offense, a pro style simplistic offense in college football. I mean, but yeah, I I don't think that we would be a favorite against Alabama, but I think we can beat them. That's a, that's an interesting take. We we gonna we gonna see what this. Looks and like. if we beat them, we'd have we have to get the lead. In order to beat Bama, you have to get the lead first. I mean, yeah, that's that's like a John Madden, you know, whoever scores more is going to win. But I mean, against anybody else, against anybody else, you can come back. But Nick Saban, if you are down to Nick Saban, you are praying to the gods. That's something, a miracle, because it's going to be a miracle. It's going to take a miracle for you to beat Nick Saban when you are down in a college football playoffs. With a trophy on the line, it's a different saving. I, I love you, man, but I don't see uh, I don't see y'all be. I just don't. But am I not biased? If I had to put money on someone to win it, it would be not be on us. But yes, we are a top four team. We are a top three team. I truly believe that y'all are ranked where you deserve to be ranked at number three. Um, I'm and and that's the thing with the college football playoff. <laughs> it is the best four teams. No. No, no nonsense. The best four teams gotta get in. Now, I do not believe Texas A&M is better is is better suited for that four spot because we already seen what that was gonna look like, and people have to be cognizant of that. Notre Dame was ranked number two, so you, you, it's hard to knock them out from from, from the football playoff. It's awful. How bad is BYU hating? 
traveling to Coastal Carolina right now. Oh man, man you know what? You know how bad they're hating that. They'd be number four yeah, right that, now. That, that, BYU, BYU might be, might be, be in that four. spot. If we we gonna keep this on, they would be. They would be undefeated. I mean, and that's exactly what we went from the BCS is to have a non-power five team in there. That's exactly what we went for. We because Coastal Carolina, UCF in the past, all these small teams. And it's not even the fact that we do the, you know, uh, the top four. It's it's the big six. You have to give Coastal Carolina a big six game. Who cares if they get stomped? You know the national recognition that they get from being in that big six game over what they've what they're going to be in. Like that's huge. The recognition is huge. So, um, uh, so whose spot? Cincinnati should have more talk over Texas A and M. I mean, if you're counting games and if you're counting records. And top twenty-five victories and strength of schedule, and you look at, you look at Cincinnati. I, I came, I, mean, I came argue with that. I came argue with that. They were number seven. Fickle, Fickle's a great coach. Yeah, they, I mean, a lot of people would. He went eight and four with Ohio State's second string, bro. Like, Fickle's a great coach, and that defense in Cincinnati is very underestimated. It might be the best defense in college. They're number two, by the way. Scoring defense, yeah. number two. Offense, number 10. They strength of schedule slash record was number seven. That's See? crazy. Number seven. How's that, how's that not a top four team? <sighs> or top five team, so, at least. So, give, them, give them five. So, give so. them, like, okay, you were there. You were thought about. But you know why? Name brand. Name and this yeah. money, mm-hmm. and that's 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 where we put the four-team playoff in effect with the BCS because that no one voids all of this. Well, you know what's funny? With the, and you know, you know what, what's it, funny it, with the BCS computers? BCS computers actually had Texas A&M there by less than a tenth of a point. If we was doing straight BCS. Texas oh yeah, because it, it, it only goes by the numbers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. It don't go by your school name. It don't go by what you did in the past. It literally goes by your numbers that year. So if that's what you want, then you shouldn't complain about the BCS. I mean, the biggest thing we complained about the BCS wasn't the system. Was it was the two teams? You know, like that was the big. That was the thing that, and then they went and changed everything we complained about one thing and they changed the whole system so that's true it, like we if they got mad because oh we're tired of seeing ohio state we're tired of seeing alabama we're tired of seeing lsu we're tired of seeing texas mm-hmm. florida. florida state we're tired of seeing the same yeah. old teams mm-hmm. well you get what you ask for yep. you get, you're gonna get what you ask for you the notre dame joined up with the acc and this is this is the result yeah Right. You know what they say? They say get better. Get better. Get better. That's all that's all that's all you, you know what you know what you you want to be considered a great team. You can't just say we're a great team after one season. We we all everyone got mad about UCF when it was the second and third time they got screwed over. Coastal Carolina, you come out and you give us one more season like you did this year, then you will see an uproar. But 
you've only done it one season. So keep this same intensity, same level of competitiveness, and do it again. Same with the brownies. <laughs> keep doing it. So, so, question. Who is your Heisman Trophy pick right now? Devontae Smith. Alright, we're on the same page. We're on the same Mm-hmm. If you look at Jones is nice. If you, Jones is nice, but but what Devontae Smith does and brings to that team is insane. I've never seen a more all around physical route running. The IQ he has to get open in certain zones is what I've kind of picked up on. And if you look at it, he's doing it in the SEC, the best defensive conference in the country of all time, he's making it look simple. He really is. He's really making it look simple against DBU. Again, and you know what? I, I literally doubt that Sean Wade is going to win that battle. He's not. He's not. This, this, I, this. Because we're ta- we're not we're talking about a who like Justin Jefferson and Julio, they were great because of their physical attributes and what they could do physically they could catch you know what I'm saying they could they could go up and get that ball whenever but Devontae Smith can do that and he has a Jerry Rice capability on that comeback just, and that slant I was just is, gonna say that man I, that I, slant I, is nasty I, I how he gets that speed burst out of the slant is is almost like Odell like with Justin Jefferson physical attributes like here's the crazy comparison all right whoever picks this guy up in the draft they're gonna get jerry rice's route running and randy moss's speed good luck yeah. covering that shit one-on-one and i and mm-hmm. i witnessed two years in a row the best corner in college football Derek stanley jr get destroyed yeah destroyed that's what championship Destroyed. Grant Delphi destroyed. Eli Ricks destroyed. Like this guy's uncoverable. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Devontae Smith is the best player in college football right now. The, so and if you look at those stats, it is in line with Charles Wilson and Desmond Howard. Yeah, what 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 he does returning wise too is I mean yeah. Bro, all right, we're talking about Alabama. That hit was dirty as hell. Oh, you talking about him? How he uh, how he blasted uh, that hit was dirty. As, if that was offense on defense, if that was de- the defender on that defensive back laying a hit on the wide receiver like that, that is a flag. He's getting thrown out the game, and that is actually a huge game changer. Did he lead with the crown of his helmet? Oh yeah, oh yeah, buddy. And he even hit uh, neck high. He, and he it was a defensive. Up, and, and it was from the blind side. It was from a blind side. Blind side, be clean. He be clean. Blind side target. Bro, he, have you heard the uh, the King and J, uh, Jerry Lawyer? <laughs> yeah. He killed him. He killed him. Yo, I. <laughs> yeah. That was maybe the hardest flew. hit I've seen all season. That dude flew. Like. Yeah, bro, that was the hardest that I've seen all season. I mean, and that's not to say Florida's a bad team. I mean, if Pitts plays, 
against LSU, they win. And so this is what's funny. You, but injuries in this pandemic, COVID has affected every team. And that's the reason why that's the this that loss to Florida that, that uh, LSU uh, beating Florida is the reason why Texas A&M did not get into the college football playoff. I mean, you tell you that right. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why they're not mm-hmm. in. Yeah, because that that win was less because they weren't a top five team anymore. And they Florida would have been number five. Right, and if Florida would have lost that game, Texas A and Florida would have won that game, and then lost to Alabama, and then Texas A and M would have would have had the argument to move up. But this, there's some things that the committee said that kind of bothered. Uh, they said they they were watching Indiana all all year and enjoyed. You didn't want them in the New Year's Six, but you enjoyed them. Uh, we got Oregon in there. We got Cincinnati, we got Iowa State, we got Florida. You know what I'm saying? We got some, we got some two or three lost squads in there. Indiana lost one game. See what I'm saying? Oh yeah, Indiana and Coastal Carolina deserve to be in there over Georgia and Iowa State. Oh, that's another one. How did Georgia get the New Year's Six? Yeah. Wow. I mean, how many chances do they get? (laughs) I mean, honestly, they have a top two recruiting class every year. So you should be a top four team, right? You should be a top four team. Well, they ain't ain't top two recruiting this year. They kind of fell off. Right now, they... But you put North Carolina in there? North Carolina. Eight and three. I can't even even excuse that one. I, I, I don't even have an argument on that one. I, like there's no way Iowa State and North Carolina deserve no, to be in I, there I, over Coastal Carolina, Indiana. I give it to Iowa State, but I can't even say anything good about North Carolina getting that New Year's Six. But, but look how bad, look how bad the disrespect for Coastal Carolina is also hurting BYU. Because if if Coastal Carolina is uh, seven behind Oklahoma. Because um, Florida is eight and three, and one of their losses is to a unranked team, so that should be that should play. They had one hell of a game, and they fought hard against Alabama, but that was your third loss. That should affect you. But we're in the college football playoffs, so there's another thing you guys could be hot about. Um, BCS, they would probably be what 23, 24, eight and three, lost to LSU. They would probably be 23, 24 instead of seven. They might have fell out the top twenty-five. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Iowa State eight and three. They're not in the top twenty. They're not in the top twenty-five with their losses. But their losses, they're not in the top twenty-five. Coastal Carolina would be five at eleven and zero. They would probably be five. I look at Coastal Carolina's, and then that would mean BYU jumps to probably eight. So I look at them as Boise State and Utah the BCS busters, right? They're the BCS busters. Yep. Yeah, I mean, what hurt them was. They did. They probably had their worst game against Troy, but they also had players out. Like they had, then that star running back, he did star not play. Back did, he? did not play. So, and that's probably one of the. I mean, if you're looking at rushing yards and numbers, he was number a top five running back in the in the nation. I mean, he killed BYU. <laughs> um, they couldn't tackle that man. But that's yeah. I don't. I don't get why everybody else is upset. I. I feel it. Ohio State six and zero, and 
you want all your all the arguments are bias bias arguments telling me texas a&m their only win is against an eight and three florida team that we just said if it was bcs and we're talking about games and played and and all that they're the only top 25 win wouldn't it be a top 25 win say they had zero top 25 wins Technically, yeah, and they struggled in the BCS. Yeah, they struggled against LSU. They almost scored twenty mm-hmm. points. Right. Yeah, no, you look at every game they played. They struggled against Vanderbilt, bro. Oh, they barely yeah. beat Vanderbilt. About that one. <laughs> I mean, wow, Vanderbilt, bro. And people are saying we barely beat Northwestern. <laughs> well, Northwestern was ranked. In the top Ooh, fifteen, no, you can't. You can't say that. Indiana, but Texas A and M should be there. They barely beat Vanderbilt. <laughs> I, I do, <laughs> but that's that's oh what the people are But you can't hate. It's like bragging about a communications degree. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying you can't hate on Northwestern because they were inside the top fifteen. No, you can't. You can't hate on anybody we've played. Three, three of the six matchups we've played so far has been against top 25 teams. So I don't know why people are really, are really mad. I mean, did you just say Oregon was in a big six game? Yeah. You know how to 25 <laughs> at four and two. <laughs> they're, they're did you just say they win. are? <laughs> That now that's something to be mad at. <laughs> Oregon is in a big six game, people. I'm just saying. We have seen it all. We have definitely seen it all. All right, y'all. I mean, we just heard from my boy. KD, he stated his case in regards to the Big Ten, in regards to why y'all mad. We refuted all biases across the board. The case was made. Y'all can't, y'all can't, uh, y'all can't deny it. Ohio State's in. They're in at number three. They're facing Clemson. That is going down. In Louisiana at the Sugar Bowl, Alabama faces Notre Dame at Jerry's World. Stay tuned. Those games happen on New Year's Day. It's another episode of Heat Check. Also, I'm gonna bring my boy back on for basketball because that's our that's our forte. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we, we gotta talk about these rookies and the, some big moves happening in the NBA right now. We're gonna, man. Talk, we're gonna talk about all that on the next episode. Y'all know what it is. Yep. All right, man. Appreciate you having me, bro. All day, man. All love. All day, man. Like OH. <laughs> I ain't finishing that. <laughs> hey, hey, you better still be thinking of us. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. Okay, I'm going to finish it because y'all can't let y'all borrow. I know. Um, thank you. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah.